0: Welcome to the First and 10 Podcast. Uh, That's a hot take, that's a scorching take. I'm not afraid to be bold though. Thriving, surviving, and watching Rutgers football. There's nothing to respect about Rutgers. You know what, it's pain, but we look good while we do it, man. Hello and welcome to the second episode ever of the First and 10 podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Feltz, as always. It's a week one preview. I'm joined every week uh, by my friend, Reed, down in
1: Nashville, Tennessee. How you doing, Reed? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, glad to be back.
0: Yeah, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Uh, and, of course, by Griffin out in New Jersey. Griffin, what's going on?
2: Uh, not much, just... Thriving and surviving, watching ready-to-watch Rutgers football. How about yourself?
0: <laughs> I'm doing not half bad. Not half bad. Uh, we've got some actual football games to talk about this week, guys. Finally. Finally. Uh, you guys ready to it's jump into it? Time us? has come. Let's do it. Okay, so yeah. we're starting off. We're going to take this in chronological order, pretty much. Uh, let's start off with the Thursday game of the Big Time Conference. Uh, that's South Dakota State. Jackrabbits headed into TCF Bank Stadium to take on the Gophers of Minnesota. Reed's Big Ten West champions. And as always, you can find that content with Reed's uh, Big Ten West prediction on our Instagram at the first and ten or on the last episode of the show. Uh, do you guys have any talking points about Minnesota and South Dakota State?
1: I mean, there's not really much to say. I really would. It would. Absolutely blow my mind to see a South Dakota State win here. I mean, Minnesota, as I stated in the previous podcast episode, I really – I mean, I think they're going to be a very good team this season, and yeah, I just don't see South Dakota State giving them any trouble. I think it'll be a blowout. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, unless you guys have anything else to say. uh, Not really. If this were North Dakota State, I might. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know much about South Dakota State, but I do know North Dakota State's very good. Minnesota will be Minnesota will be fine this year. They should have no issues. I think across the board, our prediction is the Golden Gophers. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. You have to agree yep. on that one. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to Friday. We've got four games this Friday. Wow. And uh, you just love to see it. Weeknight games, week one. So, How fun is that? Uh, so let's start. The things. That make happy. Seven p.m. Fox Sports One. Out in East Lansing, we've got the Tulsa Golden Hurricane taking on the number 18 Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Tulsa is uh, fondly remembered by a lot of us by having a victory at Notre Dame Stadium about a decade ago. Uh, I don't know much about the program other than that. I know they've been decent in basketball before. What do you guys have to say about this?
2: All right. Are we all across the board agreeing Michigan State is going to win this game? Yeah.
0: Do you guys have an over-under? How much is how much the Spartans in by? Hmm. Set the over/under at twenty-three and a half. Over/under.
1: Um, that's hard. That's hard to say for me. I think it'd be if I had to put under. Really? Okay. If I had yeah. to
2: listen, I... go ahead. All right. I I mean, listen. I really don't know much about Tulsa. So, I don't want to, like, bank on the fact that, like, just because I know nothing about them, it's going to be a blowout. So, I think it's going to be under 23-and-a-half. But I still think it'll be a decent, like, two-touchdown game.
1: Yeah, That's... I mean, I don't know a lot about Tulsa either. But, I mean, just pull, looking at their stats right now, in the, like, two seasons ago, they went 2-and-10, and last year they were 3-and-9, playing yeah. in a not particularly impressive American Athletic Conference so, playing as a Michigan team on the rise, I, I don't really see any reason why Tulsa has a chance in this game. I got to go over.
0: I'm going over too. Uh, Michigan State is ranked, and
1: Tulsa, I'm sure though, they'll, they'll put up a fight for a little bit, just because
0: early in the season everyone's getting out the jitters, right? Uh, Michigan State should should cruise. I don't think it's a contest. If Tulsa wins, uh, okay. can color me shocked. I okay next
2: would... up. Reed's points now I'm just gonna go with over because Reed you just gave me more information on Tulsa that I did not know and with those prior seasons now I believe they will go that it will be over 23 and a half.
0: they do have one of my favorite mascots in all college sports the golden hurricane that's quite a name that is a pretty cool one yeah uh so next up same time on ESPN Friday night 7 p.m uh, we've got the number nineteen Badgers of Wisconsin headed to the Ray J in Tampa to take on the South Florida Bulls. Thoughts?
1: Even particularly this season, but I mean, going going to play South Florida team who were not that uh, not that impressive of a team last season. Even though it's on the road, even though it's Friday night, it's the first game of the season. There's I really see no reason why Wisconsin can't get a win in this one.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Wisconsin is going to win. Uh, USF is coached by uh, former Texas head coach, Charlie Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, the uh, the Bulls had a, a strong start to the season, but uh, kind of burnt out as the year went along, and they lost to Marshall in the Gasparilla Bowl.
1: That's quite a name for a bowl game. Yeah,
0: and I think that one is in uh, Greater Tampa. That is the one it's, it's, it is in their home yeah. stadium. So that is ba- it's in their home stadium. I thought I I used to remember them playing it at a uh, Tropicana Field. The old it was, uh, but they switched it last season. It That's became, interesting. Yeah, if you can't tell, I I did not watch yeah. the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl last season. I watched about you blame the me? first quarter of it. It was rainy. It was terrible. And good I, for you. I you know watching. what? They wouldn't have that problem if they played it indoors at the Trop. Football games and baseball stadiums—they're fun.
1: I do like those too. Yeah,
0: they don't work half the time, but they're fun when they're fun. They're fun to watch. Uh, Another thing I do like is when uh, big-time Power Five teams play at a G5 team. I think that's always cool to see, just for the spectacle of it. Uh, So watching Wisconsin play in Tampa—this is basically a a glorified recruiting trip in my mind for them to go and recruit some kids in South Florida, which is obviously a hotbed of football talent. Uh, show off what Wisconsin football is all about in front they're of these high school kids in Tampa and Miami and all over the state. Uh, I've got the Badgers yeah, tr- big.
2: The same problem. What's up? Yeah, I have Badgers winning big too, and Wisconsin, like you said, with the whole um, recruiting trip, they're trying to do what, Like, for example, Rutgers has had a problem with keeping kids in state mm-hmm. because they produce multiple like multiple generations of talent or multiple just multiple talented players throughout each generation and if they see like wisconsin michigan ohio state looking at all of them they're not going to look at like florida they're not going to look at like schools in their own state
0: yeah you're right and uh florida has so many so many good players and uh
2: it's good for wisconsin
0: to uh expand their horizons a little bit and go after florida players uh so next up, 7.15 p.m. on the Big Ten Network, we've got the Minutemen of UMass heading to play the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. This should be this should be a uh, yes.
2: garbage fest. An interesting right. match.
0: Reed, mm. What do you think? I know you're the biggest Rutgers fan here. Reed, you still there?
2: All right. So, if he's not around right now, I honestly have Rutgers winning this game. Yeah, I mean, hello?
0: Uh Neither is Rutgers. I guess I'll pick I guess I'll pick Rutgers. All
2: right, all right. Good to know I got you on the support for Rutgers. Yeah, you've got me. You've got me. Uh, I mean, last...
0: You got to beat UMass. UMass, because... UMass kind of sucks. When you're bigger than UMass. You got to beat them. Well,
2: yeah, well, last year, UMass went 4-8. and eight.
0: And they played against bad teams.
2: Yeah, they played against bad teams. Well not even necessarily bad teams, but teams that you wouldn't expect to be necessarily good at football. Like, my, uh, not Miami, sorry. Oh,
0: Griffin, or uh, Reed's back. Reed, can you hear us? Yeah. Reed is back. Okay. Uh, you didn't miss
1: much. We're talking about Rutgers and UMass. Yeah. Uh, we just both predicted. Yeah. For that game, all I had to say was just disregard everything I said about Rutgers last week. Uh, I mean, I – UMass is just—they're just pitiful. They're like—they're like Rutgers, but they're not even a Big Ten school in the way. They're G five the Rutgers of record. They—they they get so. I mean, are they? I, I got. Rutgers are they in a now. conference? Uh, they—I believe they're independent. I think they're in like a small. They were in the MAC for a while, but they're independent right now. I Okay. I'm wrong. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Well, uh, I don't think this one is worth spending too much time on. It's just kind of a. Uh, a garbage, a garbage fest. It's a tale of two uh, pitiful programs.
2: A tale of two pities. Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you for that pun. I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I did just look okay, it up. Okay, next up, this one's a little bit more fun. 9.30 p.m., late night. Uh, We've got on CBS Sports Network, the Boilers taking on the Wolfpack in Nevada. That would be a great basketball game. I'll say that. Football might be a different story. Nevada, not much of a football school. Uh... Purdue is going to be decent this year, I think. I take the Boilers in this one. What do you guys say?
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Boilers on this. I don't really know much about, like, the Nevada, like, the University of Nevada football team. I I mean, I know the I have the Boilers not doing well in my prediction, but I think they can secure a win against uh, Nevada. See,
1: that's yeah, interesting, yeah. I actually, uh, uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, this is one of those hmm. games where it wouldn't surprise me if Purdue won at all. But I don't know what it is about Nevada. I just see them pulling an upset. I mean, if you look at – they're playing in a very strong Mountain West Conference. And it's a Friday night, uh, you know, first game of the season against a Purdue team who I don't think will be expecting much out of Nevada. And I think it will be a close game that will end up in a upset in Nevada's favor – in the favor of Nevada.
0: It's a fun choice, bold choice. Uh,
1: Nevada last year went seven and five
0: and won the Arizona Bowl over Arkansas State. So, uh, and they played the Mountain West. So, not not an incredibly impressive season, uh, by any means, uh, based on their conference and their schedule and where they ended up. But you know what? Still a successful season, nonetheless. Yep. So, uh, yep. I kind of am with you there. That I could see this being a trap for Purdue because last year, if you if you remember. They lost Eastern Michigan. Anything is possible. They did beat Ohio State. That is true. Yeah. Very true. Uh, so that's Friday. Five weeknight games this this uh, week one. Let's move on to Saturday. So we've got Florida Atlantic, the Owls, headed to the Shoe to play the Buckeyes. Noon kickoff on Fox.
2: All I have to say is I will be shocked if Florida Atlantic manages to get Two or three touchdowns against this Ohio State team.
0: Well, I have a little bit different to say. I think Florida. I think Ohio State is going to win this game. I don't think I'm alone in saying that. Uh, Florida Atlantic's good. Uh, Florida Atlantic is good. They have a great coach, uh, Lane Kevin. Uh, obviously, he had experience with you know Alabama, USC. Uh, and they've got some solid players and recruits uh, located down in South Florida. I don't think they're Ohio State level. I like Nick Tronti; He's a good player. Uh, I think Ohio State still wins this by a couple scores. I think it's closer than people think. Ohio State, I think, will struggle out the gate, and it'll be like – Maybe a ten-point lead at halftime, but like a unstable ten-point lead, and then I think they'll turn the gas on and make it a twenty-four-point victory.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I gotta—I sort of agree with the both of you. Um, you know, both of you said some things I agree with, something I di- some things I disagree with. Um, Griffin, I, I disagree with what you said about surprised had about two or three touchdowns. I think no knowing you, this will be. where Ohio State won by about 40 to 50 points. But, you know, Oregon State still managed to put up points. I think I see that this season with Ohio State. And although I do think FAU uh, will be able to score some against Ohio State, uh, I don't think that Ohio State will have any trouble in this game. I think they'll, I think the first quarter, will, uh, you know, knowing Ohio State, this kind of thing happens a lot. It'll be, it'll be about a 10 or something like that. But I think about by halftime on, Ohio State will have ran away with the game, and it will be no trouble for them.
0: Yeah, uh, Buckeyes across the board. Uh, so, uh, yeah. next game, 12 o'clock, ESPN. South Alabama, the Jags taking on the number 24, in Nebraska Cornhuskers and Lincoln. Not a fun matchup, I'll say.
2: You hate to see it. Sorry, South Alabama. Yeah, yeah.
1: Nebraska. About this Nebraska loan. by a lot. Yeah.
0: Nebraska by a lot.
1: Not a lot to say about the yeah. matchup. I mean, I, I don't think South Alabama. No, this is going to is gonna be boring. They're going to have no dog in the fight here.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh. Next up, Howard, the Bison at Maryland. I, is, it, is this one. even worth talking about? The Howard no. and Maryland game. I don't. On, Twelve o'clock on BTN. It's not worth talking about either. I don't know what what there is to say about Maryland that I didn't say last week, and I don't know anything about Howard. Uh, as I mean, I know about it as a university, and it's a very well accredited university, uh, an HBCU. I don't know much about their football team though.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think this is a game that's going to be any struggle for Maryland. I mean, who knows? It could end up being like a Citadel Alabama kind of situation, but. That would really surprise me.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: in ESPN, uh, what I'm looking
0: at right now says you can find tickets as low as two dollars for this one. Not a shock to me. No. I see that? Yeah.
2: Is this in Maryland or is this in um, Howard?
0: Yeah. Uh, Maryland will win. It's an FCS team. If they don't win, uh, the season's it- going to be a disaster. I'll say that.
1: That is, I I gotta, I gotta agree with that one. And I don't yeah. think they are gonna have yeah, if they if they lose. Okay,
0: next up, we've got some action. We got a little Maction. We got the Akron Zips, hometown of LeBron James. Headed to Champaign, Illinois to take on the fight line Illini. Illinois has got to win this one, even if I don't think Illinois is going to be too good this year. They've got they've got to beat Akron, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that. I mean, we didn't really talk much about Illinois in the past episode. I haven't really got much to say about them, but neither do I. I mean, I think this is going to be a pretty mediocre season. But, yeah, scheduling two MAC teams in UConn, I think they'll have no trouble with their out-of-conference schedule. And, you know, Akron is not a very prestigious team. I think they'll roll right over them. Yeah, uh, I've got a
0: feeling that uh, there could be trouble in Champaign for Lovey if uh, he doesn't make a bowl in the next uh, year or two.
1: Yeah, especially with the – got mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, mean, nice. I, I, did, I I could see uh, Illinois you know improving in the next couple of years mainly off of that and I mean they they did although their record didn't really fuck it they didn't look horrible last season I saw them play a game yeah. in Wisconsin and they I mean it was in the snow and it was sort of a crazy game but they they weren't looking like a bad team to me <laughs> so
0: no there. they are good
1: for them they are very 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 much just they're kind
0: of like a tofu team they're not really Like, they're not offensively horrible, and they're not, you know, anything special. Yeah. Pretty mediocre squad. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to say, Griffin?
2: They're kind of just – no, they're kind of just there. I mean, I don't really know much about Illinois. I can't, like, go at them. I can't defend them.
0: Uh, Well, I'm going to say something positive about Illinois. Uh, I think they're going to be good in basketball this season. I'll give them that.
2: Still don't know enough about their program.
0: Yeah, they've got got some good basketball talent. Uh, John Gross is a good coach is John Gross still the coach? I have no idea.
2: Could not tell you. No,
0: no, 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 no. John Gross is not the coach of Illinois. I am an idiot. John Gross is the coach of Akron now. He got fired at Illinois. Uh, That's pretty funny. Under, uh, They're playing Akron. How, how, uh, how fitting. Yeah. Their coach is Brad Underwood. I forgot that. He used to coach at Oklahoma State. He, he's good. They've got a good team. But we're not talking about basketball. That's not for a few months. Uh, next up. 12 o'clock. This is a game I think I might be going to at Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, the home of the Colts, former home of one Andrew Luck. Rest in peace to <laughs> his career. Hate to see it. Um, I'm legitimately so sorry about that. <laughs>
2: May we pay respect to those that drafted Andrew Luck before his retirement?
0: I, I did. I almost did. A couple hours before his retirement, I almost picked him. Man, that's not even uh, I don't want to get into the whole. Andrew Luck dynamic right now as a Colts fan. It'll uh, it'll make me too emotional. But as an Indiana Hoosiers well, fan, wow. let's talk about the Hoosiers taking on the Ball State Cardinals in Indianapolis. 12 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Hoosiers have got to win this. If they don't, I mean, I won't be shocked because I've seen worse from Indiana football. But I think they're going to pull it off.
1: They, they've got to. Right? Yeah, I Indicate mean. Indicate me. I think – I mean, Ball State obviously Ball not State's a very good a team. Mac they've had some team. atrocious yeah. records. In the they're back bad seasons. Mac. They're not even just a Mac team; they're a bad Mac team. Yeah, they've had some. They've had, they've broken some records for low attendance rates. They've got they should be in the records. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Living in and, Indiana, I can tell you
0: one hundred percent for a fact, nobody cares about Ball State football. Nobody cares about Ball State athletics. It's a fine school, uh, but nobody cares about their teams.
1: Sounds a lot like Rutgers to me. Eh. Yeah. okay
0: maybe not maybe not quite (laughs) but uh well speaking of uh i mean that's a little bit of news uh coming out today indiana named their starting quarterback and a little bit of a surprise to some people it's michael penix jr fun name uh have fun trying to not mispronounce that (laughs) uh michael penix uh, of course he played a little bit last season showed a lot of signs of potential Incredibly quick, has a cannon for an arm, can throw the ball 60 yards downfield. Uh, uh, He tore his ACL against Penn State last year, and uh, Peyton Ramsey played out the rest of the season. Uh, Peyton Ramsey was the incumbent starter at the inside track, but uh, Phoenix showed him up in camp and is the starter, and I think Indiana fans everywhere are rejoicing because this guy has potential
1: as a redshirt freshman to be incredibly good. He has
0: sky-high ceiling.
1: Yeah, Patrick, it seems like you can't say enough good things about this guy. I'm really looking forward to watching him. Do you believe in a special quarterback?
0: I'm saying it now. Saying it now.
1: All right, I believe you.
0: Yeah, uh, he is a guy you have to watch out for this year in the Big Ten. Uh, Didn't play a whole lot last year, like I said. But when he did play, uh, there were were flashes of uh, being (laughs) – The next great Indiana football star. And there haven't been many of those at IU. And IU football has not had a history of hope. But now I think they have a little bit of hope. And I like what Tom Allen's doing. We've had some good recruiting. It's time. It's coming to fruition. Nine wins are still
1: on the menu. It's possible. It's possible. Just saying. Yeah. And, I mean, back to that Ball State game, I think with Phoenix coming in a quarterback and with – just playing in Lucas Oil Stadium, I mean, I think Indiana is really going to be hyped up for this game.
0: Yeah, and I think uh, it'll—I think
1: it'll be a blowout. Yeah, you know, not something you see every day. You don't see that a Indiana football blowout all the time. No, you do I not. think you'll see it this time. It's great. Griffin, pick.
2: No, I have nothing to add on that. I mean, you look at the game last year. Indiana beat Ball State thirty-eight to ten.
0: Yeah, in Bloomington. Uh, yeah. Uh,
2: Don't really have any concerns for IU football this year with Ball State.
0: No, neither do I. And uh, another note on that, uh, the Hoosiers practiced at Lucas Oil Stadium earlier this week. Uh, If you guys haven't seen the video yet, it went viral of uh, Pat McAfee going on the jumbotron to give one of the kickers a a scholarship. He was a walk-on. It's a a cool moment. I I did see that one. I always love those videos when the walk-ons get the scholarship and all their teammates – surround him and support him those are those are the best that's why we love it that's why we love college football that's what it's all about and uh i I have to agree and uh in the likely chance that i do end up at this game at lucas oil uh i'll have a little bit of live coverage a little bit of live reporting over on our instagram feed at the first and 10 all spelled out and at twitter.com slash first and one g um Pay attention to that. Uh, I'll have some thoughts about IU as the game progresses. Uh, Next up, we've got a former FBS team taking on a current FBS team, a Big Ten team, 330 on BTN. The Idaho Vandals taking on the Penn State Nittany Lions, number 15 in Happy Valley.
2: (laughs) This should be a Nittany Lion win.
0: It should be a Nittany Lion blowout.
1: I'd be – I mean, uh, this as as much as much as I don't think Penn State will be as good of a team. in playing against Idaho, come on, that's there's no chance for Idaho. You you just gotta
0: you've gotta beat these teams. You gotta get you gotta get the gimme's. Gotta get the gimme's right.
2: Mm-hmm. You gotta or have at least one winning in. Uh, Idaho.
0: Yeah, they moved from FBS to FCS a couple years ago. Uh, one of my fondest memories of them—they're always one of my favorite teams to pick in Dynasty mode in NCAA football. Uh, you know they're always a super low-ranked team, and they play in an interesting venue—the Kibby Dome out in Moscow, Idaho. Uh, they're Great always trying to build try into a national national powerhouse in NCAA football video games. Penn State wins big though. Yep, this isn't a video game. This is real life. Yeah, yeah. Penn State's number fifteen in Idaho's an FCS. I think you have to be crazy to disagree with a Penn State win here. I would love to see an Idaho victory, but I don't think it's in the cards. Yeah, this isn't this isn't 2007 at Michigan Stadium.
1: There
0: no, is- no, it's not. This is this is now. Uh, next up, we've got the battle of the nerds. Uh, the Northwestern Wildcats head to Palo Alto to take on the Stanford Cardinal, 25, number 25 ranked Stanford Cardinal. That is 4 p.m. on Fox. Andrew Luck's alma mater, Stanford. Uh, Don't make me sad. Love you, Andrew. Uh, (laughs) This is actually probably the first super interesting game this week.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I'll be honest. I have Stanford winning this game.
0: I think I've got Northwestern here.
1: I got to go with Griffin here. And, you know, I – I think this will be the beginning of a rough Northwestern season, or a rough start to Northwestern season. I think they pick it up later on, but yeah, I think being at home is key thing for Stanford, and uh, yeah, I I just think they're the better team here. There's not much more to say. I uh,
0: I like Northwestern. I'm not sure why I like Northwestern here. I just think I don't know what I think. I've just got a feeling that Northwestern is going to pull it off for some reason, and if they don't, I won't be shocked. But it's kind of a gut feeling. I don't know how to describe it. I like Northwestern this season a whole lot. Uh, and I think this is going to be one of their marquee wins this year. Stanford's good. Stanford's very good. And uh, yeah, we'll just see which team outsmarts the other. If it was a battle of GPA, it would be even more hotly contested. But
1: we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the, the biggest game to keep your eye on for the Big Ten this week. I mean, every other yeah. team is playing a non-Power 5 school. That's. I mean, I, I have every Big Ten team winning except for Purdue and Northwestern. Not a lot of interesting games week one, but I think this is a good one to watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh.
1: Not all really all the recruits coming.
0: This is the first one where we have a whole lot of intrigue. I think.
2: Other than. And plus, the I'm looking forward watching. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the uh, Stanford uh, Stanford mitts. So one that is out there is, is the uh, Elijah Higgins, a wide receiver from Texas. He has a four-star ranked. And honestly, I think he could be a huge addition towards Stanford.
0: Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen much of his tape. I heard a little bit about him. Uh, I think uh, Stanford always recruits well. They recruit smart kids. The kids who want to get that Stanford education. Uh, They recruit hard workers, guys who aren't going to, you know, be super selfish or uh, forget about the team. They they get guys who, who buy into the program, very similar to what Northwestern does here in the Big Ten. I think this one will be a lot of fun to watch.
2: Yeah, one uh, one kid uh, in my area just got recruited by well, not just got recruited, but he was recruited by Stanford this year. Aeneas DeCosmo of Bergen Catholic, which is twenty to thirty minutes away from my house. Huh. He is um, wide defensive end, and he, although he is a three star, he's finally giving New Jersey that rep.
0: Love to see that. Uh, next up we've got a classic. We've got a classic on our hands, folks. We've got Middle Tennessee State and Michigan. My Michigan boys, playing the Blue Raiders. Michigan playing a shitty team. Week one. Name a more iconic duo. Michigan's, Michigan's got to win this. The game is going to be at seven thirty on BTN,
1: and it's going to be in Michigan Stadium. Who you got?
2: <laughs> Michigan. Not even-
1: yeah, Michigan, for me, yeah. being being a guy from Nashville, I'll be, uh, I'll be rooting for Bell Tennessee State with all of my might, and you know, pulling for a win for them. But I mean, let, let's be real here. Yeah, as yeah, you yeah. said, it's not a video game. You know, mm-hmm. I really don't see Michigan pull or Michigan losing to losing this game. I I, I just it's, I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, I, I, they're just too good of a team, and MTSU. You know, they've had some good seasons in the past, but it would very much surprise me to see an upset here.
0: Yeah. Uh, One of the few things I do know about Middle Tennessee State is uh, they beat Michigan State in the NCAA tournament basketball a couple of years ago.
1: They also produced uh, the highest-paid safety ever in Kevin Byard. Kevin Byard, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, shout-out Tennessee Titans. Yeah.
0: Uh, Hopefully we won't have to do a whole lot of shout-outs to the Tennessee Titans unless they lose the Indianapolis Colts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, now may, now maybe uh, Bayard can intercept some Colts passes now that Andrew Luck's gone Maybe maybe you'll beat us for once without uh without
0: Andrew. Andrew Titans are going to gonna have to find a new owner. We're going to have to find a new owner He never lost now to the Luck's Tennessee gone. Titans, folks. It's true It's true That's why uh, he retired now. He's scared of game us of the week in the Big Ten Uh, A school I'm actually thinking about attending A school I've looked at. It's a nice school Miami of Ohio They're taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes at Kinnick Number twenty, Iowa guys, seven thirty, FS one. I think we're all taking Iowa here. Miami is a pretty bad team. Mm-hmm. Miami's not very good. being the
2: cradle of coaches.
0: Yes, uh, it, it's kind of like Rutgers.
2: It's kind of like Rutgers. It's like ironic to call them the birthplace of football with the previous records they have had in the Big Ten. It's kind of ironic that. Miami, Ohio, has such a storied legacy in football with coaches such as Woody Hayes, Bo Schembechler. Um, you got the Harbaugh – one of the Harbaugh brothers that attended uh, Bill
0: there. Bill Mallory. Bill Mallory.
2: Oh, uh, Bill, Bill Mallory. And they're
0: just – I'm almost certain. And they're, at least.
2: they're just bad. There's really no definition for, like, the Miami, Ohio team. There's just no – the Redhawks. Yeah. Uh, I really could not.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, there have been a couple kids from my school who played football there. Uh, and, uh, all the power to them. Great for them. Uh, they are just not very good at football. Uh, they had Ben Roethlisberger of course, uh, about 20 years ago at this point, less than that, actually a little bit less than 20. Yeah. Uh, and somewhere around yeah, there. Uh, it's a nice school. It's a beautiful campus. I like it a lot. It's cool. Uh,
2: I just don't think they're going to beat Iowa.
0: No, I don't think they're beating Iowa either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I got to agree with that. But I was just thinking about the – what is Iowa? Number 20? Is that what you said?
0: Yeah, twentieth. Number 20, Iowa
2: Hawkeyes. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think think Iowa's ranking this season is interesting because I think they're going to be a pretty good team. (coughs) I I think they're going to win a bowl game, whatever game they go to. I think they're going to beat, in my opinion, powerful Minnesota team. But, I, I mean, I think they sort of get screwed with their schedule. They get – they get a couple tough games. They get – they're going to – I think they're going to lose to Northwestern, who I think will be coming off of a big win against Ohio State. Uh, they got Wisconsin on the road. They got Nebraska on the road. You know, these are not easy games for them to play, and I don't think they're going to hold up a very good record. But, no. nonetheless, they will be a good team. Yeah. No, I was always tough. I always plays hard. Yeah. Uh, so, now,
0: uh, that's it for our Big Ten <laughs> schedule this week. Uh. Now it's time for a little segment we came up with a little bit ago called Pick 6, where I talk about six games around the country that I think are worth taking a look at outside of the Big Ten Conference. And uh, my six this week, we've got Georgia Tech-Clemson starting the ACC Network. Really just worth looking at to see uh, the reigning national champs. Uh, Then I've got uh, Holy War, Utah versus BYU. Then that'll be a good one. It's always fun. Uh, Those Mormons are sure crazy. Uh, (laughs) Then we've got Colorado State, Colorado. Battle for uh, the state of Colorado. Uh, That's that's one I'm interested in taking a look at. Uh, Then, uh, this is a fun one. Not really as a football game, but just because Oregon State, Oklahoma State, OSU versus OSU, Orange OSU versus Orange OSU. Oregon State has played No. <laughs> two state straight seasons. It's worth it's worth thinking about just for that reason. Uh, then probably the best game this week, uh, two uh, top twenty five teams, Oregon and Auburn. And uh, then another game I think is worth uh, looking at the reigning national champions. Oh wait, wrong sport. Uh, the Virginia
1: Cavaliers and uh, the Pitt Panthers. Those are my six this week. You know, they had a good bowl win last season. I think they're going to be on the rise. They might win their division this season. Who, uh UVA? I didn't hear that. Yeah, UVA.
0: Yeah, uh they did lose to Indiana last season in Bloomington. That hurts. So, yeah, no, it was a big win for IU. That was the that, best Virginia that, team in years. And they did not, not beat bizarre. Virginia Tech either. They did not beat Virginia Tech. I'm, I believe they lost to Virginia Tech, right?
1: They did. Yeah. Can't because, get over that hump. No matter how good Virginia is, uh Vir- yeah. A lot of uh, young yeah. VT fans who have never seen a loss to UVA.
0: Our final segment: the read option. Reed, what's your option this week?
1: Um, this week I want to talk about some. This is somewhat old news, but
0: no, it never really
1: uh never the the idea was never really completed in terms of what people thought. I think we should talk about UConn leaving the American Athletic to go to the Big East and potentially not having a conference to play in, in football. They've they you know, I believe they went to the MAC, tried to play there. They turned them down. They went to a couple other places. They may end up becoming an independent. They may end up becoming an FCS team. Who knows? But I think we should talk about who will replace them in the American. And I think it's an interesting subject. There's a lot of, uh, lot of different opinions, you know, coming from a lot of a lot of different uh people about this. Lots of teams who come from smaller conferences like the Sun Belt Conference USA etc but I think an interesting team would be Army because this is a team who they've had some bad years in the past decade but they're on the rise now um, they're able to compete in more sports than just football and I really do think it would intensify the Navy and Army rivalry it's already a pretty intense one but I think having conference implications uh, could really make the game just more exciting to watch and really just improve the rivalry as a whole. And another team.
2: I definitely agree on that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just want to say I definitely agree on that because like army athletics, obviously you don't really think of their athletics as being good, but I had a tradition every year to go to a hockey game there that, and their hockey team is amazing. So they could compete in there in that sense. And last year, I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember the football team almost beating a ranked Oklahoma last year two years ago?
1: I believe multiple overtimes. I know they went to at least one overtime.
2: It went to overtime. It did. 28-21, Oklahoma beat Army.
1: Yeah. Uh, Respect the troops. Yeah, that was a surprising one. And I think another one, I haven't heard a lot about this. Uh, A lot of people saying this, but I think it was interesting. I saw somebody say App State to the Mm -hmm. American
0: which Michigan fans on suicide watch.
1: Yeah. Um I think App State is an impressive football program. They've they've always put up good records um and ever since they've been in the FBS, you know, they've, they've done well in bowl games. Uh especially in the last season beating MTSU uh in the New Orleans bowl. And I think it's an interesting idea because I think they can definitely compete in the American and have similar records. I think 4-9-3. and three, consistently in the American except they're not really known for, for being prestigious in other sports so mm-hmm. I I don't think like the, the anti Yukon yeah and so yeah I don't think that would exactly work out but one team mm-hmm. another team who I some people may call this a stretch I haven't seen this I haven't heard this from a lot of other people but I think Boise State could be a team for the American and here's why the year the season before the Big East, um, or at least the the football Big East went away. Boise State was set to join, despite playing in Boise, Idaho, and having to travel an ungodly amount to play away conference games. And I was going to say teams, geography
0: could be a factor on that.
1: Yeah, other teams going to Boise, they were willing to do it. Boise State is known for being a team who will go out of their way to play against good competition to get good publicity. That's what sets them apart from other schools. You know, They, they play the big schools like Oklahoma, Georgia, um, I forget who they play this season, but I, I believe they have a big game this season. And they they always they're, – they're willing to travel uh, in order to get themselves – to get their name on the map, to get recruiting, and just to become a better team as a whole. And I think Boise State, they can compete in other sports as well, which is not something you're going to see from an app state. Or Yeah, you know, they had a, a first-round
0: pick in the, the NBA U. a couple of years ago to the Bulls, Chandler Hutchison.
1: Yeah, you know, you see some people saying things like Buffalo or UAB – Maybe MTSU, which MTSU does have a good basketball program. So Buffalo's good at basketball could, too. Yeah, that is a good, that is a good option. But I mean, I believe yeah. that Boise State. I believe they're they're really willing to disregard um, the whole travel aspect. However, playing in a very strong Mountain West conference, I don't know what kind of effect that would have on the Mountain West. And I think they do have a good having good opposition like Utah State, uh, the the, bottom, for, yeah. Fresno State. Uh huh. And, you know, all these other teams in the Mountain West. So Yeah, the f- I think it's an interesting idea. And uh, you know, yeah. if you see us on Instagram or Twitter, yeah, uh, hit us up and, you know, let me know what you think about that.
0: Of course. Uh yeah. And I guess another thing with that is UConn. Uh basketball wise, going back to the big east is huge for them. They have so much history in that conference. Of course, uh you know, yeah. whether it be Ray Allen or Kemba Walker, uh, they've got they've got plenty of uh Rivals in the old Big East, Georgetown, Villanova. Uh, That's great for them because they are very much a basketball school. And their women's basketball team will probably dominate them just as much as they dominated everybody else in the country.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: uh, not not much of a change over there.
1: And their basketball team is back
0: on the rise, uh, Coach Hurley. Uh, We'll see. Uh, They do play Indiana at Madison Square Garden in basketball this year. Uh, uh, But UConn – they're, they're interesting to watch to see where they go as a conference and where the American will go to replace them
1: in football. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think that's about and it for our show today guys. Well,
1: uh, I was thinking one last thing about the American uh, okay I don't think they hey, they' they're not afraid to push geographical uh, you know to expand to large
2: you know, like far a away geographical boundaries. boundaries They already
1: have they've already got Tulsa. They've already got SMU. You know, that's nowhere near Cincinnati or not. Yeah, exactly. To Philly. So I think the American would be more than happy to take them. You know, Boise State being a very prestigious athletic school. I just don't know if Boise State would be up for it, mm-hmm. having having it so well in the Mountain West right now.
2: And also to support Reed's claim with uh, Boise State, Reed, you are right that Boise State does love to travel this year. Though they're not as traveling as much, um, they still their still two first games are f- against Florida State in Tallahassee, mm. and then after that, they're home playing against the Marshall Thundering Herd from West Virginia. Yeah, those
0: that's are no Those, are two, big time programs. Uh, yeah. Even if Florida State's going to be down a little bit this year, it's still Florida State. Agreed. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. We good. That's all I got to say. That's all, right. all I have. I think that wraps up our show today. Thank you all for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, go check us out over on Twitter at First and One G. Check us out on Instagram at The First and 10. Hit us up if you've got any questions, comments about our podcast. Always subscribe here on Spotify or wherever you haven't to listened to your podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, have yourself a nice day.